Good evening, and welcome to Captain Cambino's Cabana, live, Wednesday, February 14th, 2024, Valentine's Day. Bummer. Bill Murray, Ghostbusters 2. Um, we're back. It's a different edition this week. It's a Wednesday night. I'm doing a midweek edition, a special uh Special edition podcast, sort of, at midweek. Uh, it's National Singles Awareness Day. So, uh, congratulations to all the singles out there, including the captain himself. Still not a real captain, but what the hell. Let's see what happens. So, um, we're, we're back. It's uh, The captain took a week off there, a week last weekend. Just been really busy and had a lot going on. So, uh, took a little time off, and I was like, you know what? What the heck? I'll just do a uh, Valentine's edition or a uh, singles edition, if you if you will. So uh, welcome back to Captain Cambino's Cabana. It's a beautiful day here at the Fake Beach. And, uh, you know, can't complain. Been a busy week. And uh, just chilling with a, uh, a cold one here. And just we'll see what see what comes out on the, on the cabana. Again, it's all about entertainment therapy and cabana comedy. So this might be called Cabana Cupid Comedy. Or Cupid Cabana. The Cupid Captain. Whatever you want to call it. Ah, what the heck. This is stupid. Valentine's Day bullshit. Anyway, <laughs> Cupid Cabana, Cupid Captain, Captain Cupid, Captain Cupid's Cabana. <laughs> How about who gives a shit, right? <laughs> oh, man. All righty. So, uh, first of all, I want to thank God for the opportunity to be back here. Um, it's great to you know, be able to, to uh, get my thoughts out and just have a good time with the Cabana and chill and just talk. Just talk whatever, and uh, thank God for the opportunity. I want to thank all of our troops overseas for all they do, all the all the servicemen and women for all all you do for, to su- keep our country safe, support us. God bless you all. Hope you can see your families soon, and thank you for all you do and all the sacrifices you make. Um, hang in there. Better days are coming, and God bless all of our law enforcement, all the policemen and women, uh, firefighters, EMTs, Coast Guard, uh, everyone out there that's trying to keep us safe. Uh, and uh, all the ones that are out down there at the border, God bless you. Hang in there. Better days are coming because it can't go anywhere but up. And, um, you know, just, you don't, you guys don't get enough credit. So just, we appreciate all you do. And uh, thank God for all of you. So hang in there and never give up. Uh, the captain's also a big supporter of the National Rifle Association and supports the Second, First and Second Amendment. I know I say the Second Amendment a lot, but definitely the First Amendment too. That's uh, obviously equally important. So uh, we got to keep fighting for those two right there. And uh, again, as Uncle Rico says, if you don't like it, you can leave. So Napoleon, we can't afford the fun pack. Well, put it back and get some pampers for you and your brother. Sheesh. (laughs) God, what the heck are we supposed to? (laughs) This is like the worst video ever. (laughs) Napoleon, like you could really even do any better. (laughs) Kit. I still love technology. <laughs> oh, man. All righty. So here we go. Um, first of all, it's good to be back, and thank you again for listening. So, again, the Captain Cambino's Cabana is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music, and also Samsung Podcasts, if I can figure out how to get on, figure it out how to access it. But, um, so, yeah, here we are, another edition. Um, recently... I uh, spent some time in Oxford to see some friends, uh, Groundhog Day weekend, caught up with some old friends and had a good time. And, um, you know, it was, it was a good, good weekend. Just got away for the day, 
and um, got to see some old friends I haven't seen in a long time. So uh, it was good to see Brandon Ridgway and his wife Melanie. Brandon Ridgway looks like uh, Rob Riggle, the actor from you know Step Brothers and um, the other guys and The Hangover. <laughs> Not you, Fat Jesus. <laughs> in the face, in the face. <laughs> Love the intensity. So. <laughs> Uh, it was good to see them. So yeah, I had a good time, and uh, you know, watched a little college basketball, and uh, so it was good to good to catch up. And um, I went. I um, like I said, things have been busy, but you know, the Super Bowl was past weekend. I'm glad it's over. I'm. I was pulling for the San Francisco 49ers the whole time. Uh, I I actually was not going to watch the game. I know that sounds crazy, but like, who cares? You know, I mean. It's Super Bowl Sunday, I get it. But I did go to a party. I went to a friend's, uh, Richard and Sarah Zepeda. So that was a lot of fun. Thank you both for the invite. I um, had a good time. And I uh, actually watched the halftime show. I don't think I've ever done that. I uh, don't recall. But it was uh, it was pretty good. Um, Alicia Keys looked amazing. Uh, super fine. She's much hotter than Taylor Swift, in my opinion. So, yep, threw that out there. Just, just said it. Um, Usher was killing it. So, yeah, that's about all I know. I, I couldn't tell you any music he sings, any of his songs, whatever. Alicia Keys, the only one I know is uh, This Girl's on Fire or something. But um, anyway, but yeah, she uh, she looked amazing. Uh, of course, Taylor Swift trying to chug a beer. Give me a break. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get off the screen like that Seinfeld. I posted a, a video of Seinfeld where Taylor Swift <laughs> fans and NFL. Get out of my house, <laughs> Jerry and Kramer. <laughs> It's the episode where Kramer doesn't talk, but it's just funny. You have to watch it. Season nine. Um, anyway, but the Super Bowl, the commercials are actually okay. The Christopher Walken commercial was really good where everybody's trying to do an imitation of him. And, you know, a phenomenal dancer. If you've ever seen the video by Fatboy Slim, uh, Weapon of Choice, he kills it. The whole video, he's dancing in like a hotel lobby. And he's just he's just killing it. He's such a phenomenal dancer. He's, uh, you know... <laughs> I love that scene in Wedding Crashers when he's talking to Owen Wilson. And he's like, John, you seem like an astute man. You know, let me tell you something. You see that young man out there? You know, he's got so many advantages. Life right in front of him, all the advantages in this world. You know, a hell of a lot of advantages, which is probably not I ever had growing up is a, you know, a lot of advantages. But just tell me something. You know, what's he got to be so morose about? You know, <laughs> maybe he hasn't found his own path, his own, you know, way. You know, you cast a pretty big shadow. And uh, <laughs> Christopher Walken's like, uh, yeah, I, I guess I, I could take it easy on him, you know. And uh, Todd, you know, death, you are my bitch lover. And Christopher Walken, Todd, that's good. You tell that mean ocean. <laughs> he flips him off. He's like, well, it's a start. <laughs> but Christopher Walken is just his, his voice, everything about him, you know, just phenomenal actor. Um, he's also a Bond villain. So in uh, View to a Kill, 1985, and he played, played a phenomenal, did a phenomenal job in that. Um, yeah, so the Super Bowl commercials were okay. The, the Christopher Walken commercial was good. Of course, there was the Deadpool 3 trailer. I'm trying to think of any others that um, there was, uh, Dan Marino was in one for Michelob Ultra and uh, that, that soccer guy, Messi, or whatever his name is. That was pretty cool. Um, I, I may be missing a few here, but I, I don't recall a whole um, just, you know, I guess you just try to focus on the ones that were good, whatever. But um, anyway, but yeah, it was, it was actually a good game. Um, but I, th I still think it's rigged. 
but that's my opinion. You know, I'm sure everybody, a lot of people feel the same way. Uh, congratulations to Brad Freeman um, from Oxford, Mississippi, a, a family friend. He and my you know, older brother go way back. And um, he was a referee during the Super Bowl and um, actually got, got to see a good shot of him when they're going in overtime and they're doing the coin toss for overtime. So, anyway, that's pretty cool. Congratulations, Brad Freeman. Um, anyway, so that, that was awesome. And it was, like I said, it was a good game. Um, but I, I, Taylor Swift, you know, just – I'm just sick of it. I'm glad it's over, you know, and all these rumors going around that she was going to get proposed by Travis Kelsey. And, and Travis Kelsey's a joke. I'm sorry. Uh, first, people saying first ballot Hall of Famer, bullshit. Sorry. Gronk would destroy him. The, all the tight ends from back there. You're going to tell me Tony Gonzalez, Travis Kelsey's better than Tony Gonzalez? No, not, no way. Sorry. And then the whole thing of him bumping into Andy Reid, Coach Reid, that's, that's, some, that's some bullshit right there. If, if I did that to a coach – I would have my ass would have been on the bench the whole game, so I don't like this whole mentality where the players can just think they can push around the coach. Maybe he was joking around. I don't know, but there's a lot of memes going around about it where, you know, he's he's getting all fired up, and they actually there's a Star Wars one where Obi he's doing Obi Wan Kenobi. It's like, Anakin, my allegiance is to the Republic, to democracy. <laughs> so I mean, I thought some of them are pretty funny, but. Um, you know, just – but the whole thing where you can just kind of bump into your coach, he almost knocked him down. I mean, I'm sure Andy Reid could hold his own, like, his balance, but, like, geez, man, chill out. It's like the first quarter. You've got two Super Bowl rings already. Who gives a shit? Chill the F out. I mean, so I just – I don't understand that. Like, he – you know, even um, some people – like, some people even didn't want to talk about it. Nate Burleson didn't want to talk about it in the post game or even the halftime show. It's like, y'all, like, y'all didn't notice. Come on. That's, that's just, I don't get that crap right there. And Patrick Mahomes was had a great game, but he was whining a little bit too, like a little bitch. So I don't I don't get a lot of it. I'm glad it's over. The season's over. It's done with the NFL. Captain Cambino's officially retired. Uh, I'm, I may play some sports books on it next year, but that's about it. I I don't care about watching it. I got other plans, like uh, trying to become a real captain. So. <laughs> So there's a lot of things on the agenda coming up in 2024, and I'm not renewing my NFL Sunday ticket. I'm just, I'm they're not getting any more money from me. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, I'll always be a Miami Dolphins fan, but you know, I just it's so draining. You know, I just Roger Goodell has ruined the league, and uh, I, I miss Paul Tagliabue. Uh, you know, those were the good old days. So I'll always have that, but we just have to move forward. So. Whatever, Super Bowl's over. Happy National Singles Awareness Day. So the captain is single, obviously, loving it. Um, I want to talk about a little Valentine's Day history and talk about some stuff in the past from maybe some love interest for the captain. You know, we'll talk about a little bit of that here. But I want to go over Saint, uh, Valentine's Day and the meaning. It was actually, it's also called St. Valentine's Day or the Feast of St. Valentine. Starts February 14th, and according to Wikipedia, which is, um, you know, Michael Scott recommends, um, a lot of great information, so, uh, originated as a Christian feast day honoring a martyr named Valentine, and through later folk traditions, it has become a significant cultural, religious, and commercial celebration of romance and love in many regions of the world, and that started in the year, I don't see a year, uh, wow. Uh, holy crap, the year 1288? Jeez. Um, yeah, that goes way back. Um, Nicholas the Fourth, Whatever. Uh, this is, 
Jeez, that's a long time ago. Long, long time ago. So anyway, um, uh, it is what it is. So happy Valentine's Day. I actually went to a WWF pay-per-view in Memphis, Tennessee. It's called St. Valentine's Day Massacre. February 14th, 1999, 25 years. Uh, my brother, little brother and I went to go, went to see it, and we met some friends there, and we saw Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Mr. McMahon in a steel cage. Stone Cold threw him from the top of the cage, and Vince McMahon landed on the announce table. Looked like he broke his back, because the way he landed, it, the, 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 cable, the table did not collapse properly. And looked like he cracked, he cracked something. I don't remember what it was, his pelvis maybe? He did something, but it jacked him up. Stone Cold whipped his ass, and that's the debut of the big show. I remember watching it where Stone Cold was trying to get out of the cage, and all of a sudden the, the ring, the hole tears through the ring, and there's the big show. And I'll never forget it. Michael Cole and Jerry the King Lawler were calling the, the, the pay-per-view, and we had pretty good seats. This is at the Pyramid. And, <laughs> oh, man, I know I'm jumping around, but whatever. The hell with it. Um, it's uh, – he comes out of the ring and Michael Cole, because, you know, he came to WCW, he was the giant. So he didn't really know his name. So Michael Cole's like, King, Michael Jerry Lawler, what? King, what? King, what? That's, that's, that's Paul White. And Lawler's like, ah! <laughs> Lawler's like, whatever. <laughs> so uh, his name is Paul White. And the, the, they called him the Big Show. And that was his debut. And he threw Stone Cold Steve Austin onto the cage. And the cage door breaks open and Austin just falls on the ground. Austin wins the match. So Big Show was just like, he, he couldn't believe what he did, but that's where Big Show made his debut. It was really cool. And I was there. St. Valentine's Day Massacre 25 years ago. It was pretty cool. The Rock was there, uh, Triple H. And um, that, I mean, it was just a great pay-per-view. Um, and it, it, was, it was pretty cool. It was fun. They had a, I think the Al Snow and somebody had a match out there by the river and somebody got thrown in the river. So anyway, it was pretty cool. So, um, anyway, happy, happy Valentine's day, St. Valentine's day massacre. So, <laughs> um, but it's also Ash Wednesday. I call it smash Wednesday. Cause I'm sure a lot of girls are going to get smashed tonight. So it's Mardi Gras. I don't know a whole lot about Mardi Gras. I don't care. I don't know what the big allure is. I don't care. Yesterday was fat Tuesday. I don't really get it. I don't care. I'm not, whatever. I'm not saying I hate it. I just, it's not, it's not my thing, you know, but, um, the beads and all that stuff, you know, just, Hey, but Hey, enjoy it. Have a good time. So, but I always thought they, they, it's like, it rotates a lot and it's early February, late February, sometimes early March. I don't know, but, um, uh, girls love that shit. So whatever. Happy Mardi Gras, I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Valentine's day, uh, has not been my cup of tea. Never has been. The only Valentine I've ever gotten was from my mother. You know, just, you know, you get stuff over the years from your mom, like a card, some money, whatever. Um, things like that. So that's cool. Always cool. But um, it's never been my thing, you know. Um, the um, Valentine's Day when I was in high school. So I got a story here. And I'm going to, I'll backtrack to uh, the love interests. Um, Dr. Love. <laughs> um so 10th grade, uh, 11th and 12th grade, I, a buddy of mine and my brother, Smitty, Smitty Smith, and uh, his, his family had a, has a flower shop, still does, and in Batesville and Oxford. So in Batesville, we took Valentine's Day off my junior and senior year, 
and we delivered flowers. We delivered roses, candy, everything. We, we made some extra cash. It was great. Called in sick. Nobody, what are they going to do? They're going to throw me out of school? So it was just, we took, took the day off and then like just drove around all day delivering stuff. And I'll never forget. It was, it was great. Made some extra money. And I remember uh, somebody said, Cameron, I think we saw you the other day. You were, you, you didn't, you weren't at school. We were out, you were out driving. So I was like, no, it wasn't me. That was my twin, Samarin. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. So, um, and I, I had a, one of the coaches, Coach Beard got on to me or whatever, asked me where I was. I said, I, I just wasn't feeling well, you know, I was senior. I don't know, senior in high school. I don't care. So, yeah, I made, uh, but two years in a row, I, I worked out of the flower shop on Valentine's Day and delivered flowers, delivered Valentine's and made some money. So it was, it was cool. So that was my Valentine's Day. Um, I hated it. Hated Valentine's. I mean, I hated Valentine's Day. I still do. I think it's stupid, but you know, if you show an affection for one day, show affection to your loved one every day. So that's just how it should be, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was fun. It was, it was made a little extra money. Um, so, I mean, yeah, and it was just, I didn't get in trouble. So I just didn't care, you know, whatever it was, it was cool. So thanks Smitty and your family for that. That was, that was awesome. Um, yeah, so another Valentine's story. This is the only really good one I have that has anything to do with me. So I uh, may have mentioned it in previous podcasts, but it was I was in 10th grade. So it was Valentine's Day, 1996. And so I was 17. Yeah, I was 17 years old. And no, I was about to be 17, excuse me. And I had a big crush on this girl named Leslie Laverne from Texas. She just... She moved to Batesville High School uh, when I was in seventh grade. So it was her fourth year there, whatever. Uh, I had told her how I felt in November of 95. And I, I bought her some roses, laid it out there. Just told her I was in love with her. And I've always thought of you. I've always wanted to be with you. Nope, that went south. And you talk about looking like a damn fool. But hey, you know what? I, I shot my shot, whatever. So that nothing happened. She, she wasn't interested, moved on. Well, I, I kind of still had feelings for her, but I just knew it wasn't going to happen in the back of my head. But you're, when you're a high school kid, you don't know shit, and you just, you just do it anyway, and you're an idiot. So that's just how it is. So, but I never, I never did pursue her after that. It was over with, but I still, still kind of had lingering feelings, I guess, but nothing ever happened. So Valentine's Day, 1996, uh, we went to break at school, and then we all, all the guys play football with were talking, and they're like, Cam, what's up, man? Dude, you, you nailed it this morning, man. I was like, what? What are you talking about? And I think it was, I think it was Jamie Goodson or Jen, Jared Underwood. And they, um, they said, man, you got you got Leslie those roses, man, and the chocolates. I'm like, what? say what? I, I didn't do that. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you're ragging me about it. It's like, no, no, I, I swear I didn't do it. Wasn't me. And I, I did. I denied it. And people were ragging me all day about it. I was like, no, I, I did not do it. And I remember going to the gym after school. And I saw a girl I went to high school with. And they all knew, but nobody would tell me. I was like, that is not cool. Who did this? So I'm, I, was, I, was, I was almost 17. I'm 44 years old. I still don't know who did it. So, yeah, that's whatever. It's not a big deal. But it was just like, who, who plays a joke like that? You can't even tell them who, who did it after all these years. So anyway, she thanked me for it. I was like, I, I wish I could take credit, but I, I didn't do this. And I probably should have said, yeah, you're welcome. But I, you know, I, it's not right, you know, but whatever. So, um, yeah, so this, <laughs> she got Valentine's gift from somebody. It wasn't me. So I was like, I didn't spend the money. Didn't have it anyway. <laughs> but, um, 
Yep. So somebody played a prank on me in high school, never found out, whatever, yada, yada. So that was, that's the only exciting story. So whatever, for Valentine's Day. So, um, um, also, big shout out to Greg the Hammer Valentine, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. So happy Valentine's Day to Greg the Hammer Valentine. <laughs> um, anyway, so what the heck? We'll talk about some love interests. So since we're getting Valentine's Day, talking about all the, the love in the air, you know, whatever. Um, Captain's had a lot of crushes over the years. I'm gonna get. We're gonna get deep here. Let's get deep. Whatever. Deep, deep, deep undercover. Uh, so it all goes back to uh, small world kindergarten. I don't know how old I was, but there's this really pretty girl named Mandy. I'll never forget her name. Never forget her for her name. I don't remember her last name. But when you're a kid, you don't know. You're just you show affection. You know. That's all. That's all I know. I. I. You know. I just thought. You know. Being friendly, and I remember getting her a. I got her like a little gift or something and the teachers were around the, the teacher and her, my mom, her mom, and they just all thought it was really cool. And they, they were, you know, just all like that, you know, and I don't know how old I was. I mean, I was obviously, I mean, a kid, so I didn't know what the heck was going on, but I remember her Mandy on that. I won't I can't forget. I remember her last name, but, um, small world kindergarten. It was in Oxford and, um, but yeah, she was. I mean, I, you know, when you're a kid, you just you show affection to somebody. That's all I did. I showed affection to this girl. That's all I remember. I don't know what happened to her. Don't even, if I could figure out her last name, I might look her up. But um, and then my first like real crush, Sarah Love Swainy. Um, when you're growing up a kid and down the, you know, lived on North Eleventh in Oxford, just down the street was John Reagan Tatum. And then around the corner was Sarah Love Swainy and the, the, the Swainies, they're known in Oxford. Um, I mean, she was, I just had this attraction to Sarah Love, you know, I mean, she's the most popular girl in school. Why not? Cameron's an idiot. So whatever. So <laughs> it's a perfect match. <laughs> the drinks are on the house. <laughs> uh, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, had a crush on her, but it just never, you know, never mounted anything. We were more friends than anything else, but uh, I don't think I ever really told her. I don't remember if I did. I always just, you know, was friendly to her, showed affection. And I remember my 10th birthday, I had a couple birthdays there where I invited her, and she showed up for a minute or so, but had to leave and because of her mom. That's all I'm going to say. But, yeah, she didn't stay long. And I, I, you know, sometimes just felt like I wasn't good enough. Our family wasn't good enough or whatever, but that's a different story. Um, but yeah, I've always, always had, she's my first crush. always had a big crush on her. And, um, you know, I tried to reach out to her, uh, in 2006, Jonathan Walker got married and I was in the wedding and she was in Oxford. She was studying for law school, but she didn't come to the wedding. She didn't come. I was going to, I was like, man, if she comes out here, I'm going to dance with her. Cause I haven't seen her. And since I was in seventh grade, I mean, that's a long time and she didn't show up, but, um, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to say any more about that because I, I feel like that's a family thing, but, uh, whatever. But yeah, I, I tried to reach out to her one time in 2007. She was still in law school and I remember, talking to her mom I was like hey can I, I was just wondering if I could talk to Sarah Love sometimes I just want to catch up and say hello and never never happened nothing ever happened so I reached out to her on Facebook one time that was it but um 
you know, hey, she's married and happy, has kids, so congratulations. But, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but it's um, it's weird, though, because I tried to, tried to like, reach out and be, be friendly and just talk and catch catch up on things, but, no, that didn't happen. So it's okay. Not much to catch up on anyway over here. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, it is what it is. So uh, Sarah Love Swainy, wherever you are, good luck to you. God bless you, and uh, best, best of luck with all you do. Uh, and then it comes to Leslie Laverne. I was in seventh grade, and I remember, remember she, remember she got out of the car, and walked into the front, front entrance at North Delta. We were training out front. It was summer of '92, so July, early August '92, and I was out there running. Uh, Coach Herring was a big fan of of myself, and he wanted he wanted me to be a great player one day, and I, I admired him. And we had a great, you know, he was out there training and. And I saw her walk in, and I stopped for a minute, and he, he got onto me for even looking at her. He's like, Cameron, what the hell are you doing? Get back in, get back in running. And I was like, yes, sir. And I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised he didn't do more than that, you know, and make me do push-ups or whatever. But I she smiled at me or whatever, and, you know, I didn't think much of it, but I just talking to her for a little bit when, we, when school started, and that was about it. I think I asked her out one time and we were supposed to have a double date with myself and Rachel Palmetree and Benjamin Pitcock and it never happened. So uh, I'm not going to get into that, but there's a friend that I used to be friends with who made up some lies and made me look like a, a bad guy. And a couple people made some comments about me that were wrong and not cool. But when you're in seventh grade, you're 14 years old, you know, uh, 13, excuse me, you don't think, you don't, you tell your folks about it, but like, you don't really take it any further, but I was ready to kick their ass, you know, whatever. I, I mean, I'm, I'm don't like fighting, but if you got to fight, you got to, you better win. So, but I mean, I, I knew I could have handled business. That's not a problem, but it was just the, the way it all went down. These people that I, that made these comments, I don't talk to them anymore. And as far as I'm concerned, they can kiss my ass. I'm, I'm sure I'll, you know, I'll, we'll make amends at some point down the road but not right now. So, you know, I'm all about forgiveness, but not at this juncture. So, uh, but soon, you know, at some point in life, but they know what they did. They, it was wrong and it wasn't cool. And, but that's, that happens, you know, that shit happens. You got to deal with it and move on. So it never happened. I was going to, supposed to go on a date with her. It never happened. Um, tried again, you know, obviously through the years in high school, um, through 10th grade, like I said, just previously about Valentine's Day, nothing ever happened. Uh, didn't really have a whole lot of, um, I, I never had a girlfriend in high school. And I never, never dated. I, I, I was, I was a football guy. I played football. I worked out and I was, that's all I did. I, I was in the weight room and I was, you know, I just wasn't, it just wasn't, I wasn't the, the guy the girls wanted to go out with, you know. Cause I, you know, I was just a laid back individual that minded his own business. Just nothing ever clicked for me with the women. I don't know what, but you know, maybe it was me. I don't know, but I just, uh, a lot of things just didn't go my way and that's fine. But I remember in ninth grade, um, somebody spread a rumor that Mills hair was going to whip my ass. Cause I was talking to Leslie Laverne cause they dated when we were in ninth grade. She dated Mills hair. Mills hair was a senior. Mills is a friend of mine. So I mean, we, he's, he's great. We go way back. And we, he, I consider him a really uh, close friend. I haven't talked to him in a while, but he's a, he's a friend. So we laughed about it. We laugh about it now. It's just funny, you know. And uh, 
<laughs> and I remember just like, you know, trying to steer clear of him. I was like, man, that guy's a senior. He's going to kick my ass. Like, I'm, I'm only in ninth grade. You know, was like, <laughs> but uh, I also had a big crush on Emily Aldridge. Um, Emily Aldridge was absolutely stunning, stunning woman and still stunning to this day. Uh, haven't seen her since about 2005, but I heard, I, I think she lives here in this, in the area. Uh, she's a doctor. Um, and I, I had a crush on her too. Like I tried with Leslie Laverne, didn't work out. So I tried with Emily Aldridge. She was in ninth grade. I was in seventh grade. I didn't care. I, I was like, she's gorgeous. She had a boyfriend too. He was in high school, Jason Thornton. He would whip my ass too. But I mean, I was in seventh grade and I, I balls out. I went for it. And I was like, I didn't care. I remember at homecoming dance, I asked her to dance with me and I held her hand. And of course the song was November rain by guns and roses. Who didn't pick that song when you're in a high school dance, you know, I mean, come on, it's like nine minutes long. <laughs> so it was just, a, it was awesome. And I remember she stopped, she cut out of the dance. She got, she got riled up or I was, I was getting too close or she just maybe didn't feel comfortable or she did. I don't know. Maybe she liked it. I don't know. But she felt like it was a little, she was, I can't do this. And, and, but Hey, she, she left. I tried. And, uh, I remember holding her hand and then Chuck Crouch and Jason Thornton's like, stay the hell away from her. Like, <laughs> I, was like I was like, both of you going to kick my ass. I mean, look at me. You guys are like 10 feet tall. It's like, I'm only a kid. <laughs> That's not what it says here. Senator Wormser. <laughs> Jeez. I'm only 14. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I tried, you know, I shot my shot then. And I, you know, I just, I thought highly of her. I still do. And she's a very beautiful woman. And 10th grade, we actually had a dance and we just laughed and, you know, talked about like joked about what happened back then and just thought it was really funny. She, she wanted to dance with me. It was really cool. So we had a really good, we had one, we had a couple of dances my sophomore year. She was a senior and we laughed about it, but she was, she was cool about it and everything. And I just, you know, timing just wasn't on my side. Never has been with the, with ladies. And, but it was, it was one of the best dances I had in a long, long time. And so Emily Aldridge, God bless you. You are very beautiful woman and you hope, I hope you find happiness and everything's going your way. So best of luck. Um, so that was high school, uh, not much in high school after that. Yep. Didn't, nothing really happened. I didn't have, have any prospects, nothing. Like I said, I played football and I was ready to graduate. Uh, my senior year sucked and just was ready to move on. Uh, prom, I went to prom with the Brit girls, uh, the Brit sisters. So junior year, I went with Marjorie Brit and then senior year, I went with Lolly Brit. But only reason I went with Lolly because she wanted to hang out with Lindsay. She was dating Chad. It was like, I got, I got, coaxed into it I was like I didn't want to take her it was nothing against it. I love the family you know we were all friends so it was more just having a good time I, nothing was I wasn't interested in any of them we were all friends but uh I had also had senior year I had a crush little crush on Gretchen Allgood and um uh, absolutely stunning beautiful woman uh family is phenomenal great people the whole family and really nice people and I don't know what it was. I just, uh, she, natural beauty, you know, I don't, I didn't have to wear makeup. She was, she was absolutely stunning in my opinion. And, uh, I got so fed up one day. Coach Beard like called her out one time in class and embarrassed her. It was so wrong. I wish I'd have gotten up and said something to him. And, you know, it's, you, you say that, we say that now, you know, it sucks. 
it's like, well, yeah, why, not, why in the hell you didn't say anything, Cameron? You know, I wish I did. I wish I had told that some bitch off. But uh, he, was, he was very rude to her. And I just, I don't know, something I kind of, I, we talked a little bit here and there, but I wanted to ask her to prom. I was going to ask her to prom. I did. I was going to do it. Stupid-ass friend of mine, I'm not going to name any names, you know, talked me into taking Lolly. And I, it is what it is. But, yeah, I, I, I thought very highly of her, uh, Gretchen, and she's a, a, a phenomenal woman. And uh, I hope she's doing well. But uh, we've we've had a mutual respect for each other, and I, you know, just didn't happen. You know, just bad timing. And but she was very you know grateful for we had to talk one time, and I told her you know, and it's just it is what it is. So you know, like I said, bad timing on my side. You know, and it's like the Rolling Stones song, "Time is on my side." Well, it's not, <laughs> not on this guy. But um, anyway, so uh, Gretchen, hope you're doing hope you're doing well, and best of luck. Um, Let's see, freshman year, uh, college, I, I fell in love with a girl from Texas. I was all about her. I'm not going to go deep into this, but Kristen Burnett. And she was, I just thought she was everything. I, everything, else went out, everything else went out the door. Um, I tried. We went, on a, we went on a couple dates, and, you know, um, I thought it was going okay. I remember we went to go see Rush Hour. With Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan, it was an awesome movie, and I, I tried, I, you know, but it just didn't. Then we went to we went on a date before Christmas, and just didn't happen. I tried. I, I sent her letters. I sent all this stuff. I'm, you know, um, many nights, drunken nights, where I'd, I'd call her just to hear her voice. Yep, that didn't work. So nothing ever happened. But uh, she disappeared uh, second my second year, and I don't know what happened. But I had a crush on her, and anyway, but that was that was very random. When you're in college, you just don't really think about it. And it was right before I was 21, so uh, 20, 20 years old, whatever, and didn't happen, whatever. Uh, moved on through college. I met a girl named Lindsay Wilson, and I had a big crush on her. Uh, this was uh, third year at Ole Miss, and. I met her at Will Fleming and David Russell's house and we just hit it off and we, we were uh, actually drinking it like early in the morning. It was like we were in, into the night just talking and chatting. We never, and I had an opportunity and I didn't take it. And I was just, you know, I don't know what, I don't know what I was, obviously I wasn't thinking clearly, but, but she turned out to be trouble anyway. So I'm glad it didn't work out, but I did have a thing for her and we had the same last name. You know, I thought that, you know, we laughed about that at some, you know, sometimes, but she just kind of went off the deep end. She, you know, turned into she turned into a bitch but you know it was most of them are but um or the ones i chose you know <laughs> ones i went after but i had a big crush on her nothing ever happened uh but i did actually reach out to her and apologize because i we had i had some really bad things i told her i said some really bad things to her in college so um but anyway i made amends on it and everything's cool but um let's see uh carlisle graves Carlisle Graves and I go way back. I uh, did have a crush on her. Um, we became friends, though, and I, I just kind of got the wrong ideas, or I, I got the wrong message, excuse me. Um, mixed signals. I'm terrible at the signals, so I, I don't know how to read them. I'm sorry, being honest. This is 100% honest, Captain Cambino. I am terrible at reading the signs when it comes to women. So, flat out, just, I will fall flat on my face anyway. 
But yeah, I just got the wrong wrong um, wrong message. Somebody else said something, kind of try to set me up, and or maybe made me look bad. I just got bad information, and I I made a I made a move, and it just didn't happen. It wasn't meant to be, and that's fine. And we're we're friends now, like really good friends, and like um, not like really really good friends, man. Like we're we're close friends, whatever. I mean, like, but she we we stay in touch a little bit. But <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> But yeah, that didn't that never happened. But it was just stupid on my part. I kind of, like I said, I got bad information, and I just you know is what it is. Uh, so uh, college, you know, um, my last year last year at college, I um, I met a girl named Rexana Rexana Cole. She was seven years older than me. I was my senior year at Ole Miss. I was about to graduate and. It was more physical than anything else. You know, just having having a good time. You like, like uh, Elaine and Putty. You know, <laughs> that's it. We're broken up for the rest of the day. <laughs> no, but she she was great. Um, really cool lady, and um, had we had a lot of good times. But I just wasn't ready, and I didn't even have a job. I was like about to graduate. Didn't know what the heck I wanted to do. Uh, we were gonna go on a a, a trip one time with some friends of hers. And I was like, I know it's going to happen. I'm going to slip up and I'm going to get this girl pregnant and my life is over. And I just, I just kept thinking about that. And I just, I couldn't get it out of my head and I broke up with her. I broke up with her on her birthday. So how, how fucked up is that? Right. So, <laughs> um, I just, you know, it just wasn't meant to be. I didn't handle it well and I didn't really have a crush on her. We just, we had feelings and I, I, I kind of went with her for a while. It just didn't work out, but she got married and she's doing well. I, mean, I hope she's doing well, but, um, you know, it's just one of those things where it could have been something else, but I wouldn't have been happy. I really don't think I would have. And you, you've got to make a decision there. And I did, I made a decision. So, um, anyway, moving on. Um, I didn't have a whole lot of, uh, any, anything, any romantic stuff go on after college. I was working a lot. Didn't have a chance to really have a social life. Um, Went on a couple of dates here and there um, when I was like in the hotel business at one time, but nothing ever, nothing ever flourished. Um, let's see. I'd say 2013, 14, I was back in Oxford. I had a business, I started my business and things like that. Uh, I had a big crush. I became friends first with this girl. And I, I'm skipping over a lot, but they're really, like I said, there's not much there. So, <laughs> um, Skipping the timeline. Um, Jill. Jill Mastrangeli. Um, we were really good friends. And it just didn't happen. Um, I, I played it as cool as much as I could. And uh, we went on. It was actually 10 years ago. We went to this uh, Taste of Oxford. It was uh, this event they have for the for benefits for St. Jude's. like an auction and dressed up and um, having a great time. And I, I I kept getting turned down by a lot of these girls. I was asking these girls if they want to go and get two tickets. You want to come and hang out, you know, drink, have a good time. And I kept getting turned down or people were busy or whatever. And they, most of these girls were friends and, you know, it didn't work out, whatever. But Jill's like, oh, Cambino, I'll go with you. And I was like, cool, you know. And I didn't think anything of it. We're just going to have some fun. And we uh, we, had, we had a great time. We were, you know, just uh, – partying having a good time and just uh, a lot of our friends were there 
taking shots, you know, just whatever it was, but it, it was great. And, um, I remember walking her home, walking her to a friend's car or whatever. And, um, we were, we were just having a good time, but, um, you know, um, she felt comfortable with me and I felt phenomenal and it was just one of the best nights I ever had in my life. But again, I knew we were just friends, but I was like, something about me just kept, it kept, kept in the back of my mind. It's like, go for it. You're going to have to tell her at some point. And I did. I told her how I felt and it just didn't, it didn't happen, but we, we stayed friends, but it was still a little weird, but we were still okay. But I just, I knew that it, you know, somebody said something behind my back and then she got mad and then it's just bullshit, you know, stupid shit, you know, and now we don't talk anymore. And, you know, I try to make amends and she wouldn't listen. So that's her deal. No problem. But I tried, um, just didn't happen. Um, before that, um, backtrack a little bit, uh, had a big crush on Annie Zaleski and both these girls are from Texas and, um, beautiful women. But um, I, I made a move with Annie, told her how I felt, uh, had a big crush on her, and I cried. That's the only time I ever cried in front of a girl that I was, in, that was you, know, in love, you know, in love with, had a crush on. And, she, you know, just we tried to be friends afterwards. It just didn't happen. And she marries, gets married. The next guy, she starts dating. They got a family now. That's cool. I hope they're happy. But, you know. I didn't have enough to offer, I guess, but it's okay. You know, life goes on. But, uh, so that was my time in Oxford. You know, I had a couple of crushes there and I just just didn't happen, you know, no big deal. Um, you know, I've gone out with women too that, you know, didn't think much of, or or they didn't think much of me. And I just kind of forgot about it. And Mackenzie Coulter was a girl I dated from Vicksburg. Uh, didn't work out but I met a lot of her friends. Her friends loved me, but she was so far away. We only met during football games, weekends, and we'd have some fun on the weekend, but that was it. You know, she got married, and just a lot of this stuff didn't – my timing, again, timing was terrible. That's probably why I'm – again, that's why I'm single. So, <laughs> whatever. But I know I'm rambling here. It's Valentine's Day. Fuck it. I don't care. So, um, it's Wednesday. It's hump day, National Singles Awareness Day. So, and uh, – the cabana again it's all about a chill environment telling stories cabana comedy and i'm getting deep here i know i'm not getting deep on a lot of the stories i'm telling with the women i've pursued but it um i'm doing the best i can so thank you for bearing with me um and then there's um sydney hedberg uh we became friends we were friends and uh right before i moved away from oxford and this is the toughest one. I mean, I, I, I had more of a crush on her, on her her business mind, her prowess, everything about her. She was She's a phenomenal woman, business leader, smart individual, go-getter, and I was attracted to that. And say what you will, that is the damn absolute truth. And I was just like, damn, why couldn't I meet somebody like this when I was in college, you know? And why do I have to be... 10 years older, you know, but that's life. But I did, I, I started to, I started to get these feelings. I was like, shit, why does this happen? And, but I was still attracted to her, her being like her existence of her business, her, her business mind, her leadership. And she wrote a book. She's written two books, I think. And I was just like, damn, why does this happen? My mom always told me, it's like, you always go for the wrong ones. And I'm like, well, how the hell are you supposed to know until you try? So, 
I, you know, I can't help the feelings we get. I'm sure we've all been through that. You know, you can be successful in this life if you're really good looking, right? <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I tried. I mean, we, uh, I haven't seen her in like six years and I, I um, always showered her with gifts and stuff and try to show off or whatever, show off clout and money I didn't have. And finally, I asked her to go sailing. I, um, I asked her to join me in Miami with some friends, like bring some friends and we'll go on a, I'll, I'll rent a, a boat and have some fun. Man, I was ready to put it all on the credit card too. I was ready to spend some money and probably wasn't going to be a good decision, but it didn't happen. We don't talk anymore, and I've, but I've made peace with it. But yeah, that was a hard time in my life. You know, 2021, I, I, I wasn't myself. So I, I've talked about that on previous podcasts. But yeah, she was she was on my mind a lot because I thought that I could have, uh, I thought I could have, I was just wanted to get to know her. But they always take it the wrong way, and I, but I mean, you can't really defend that sometimes because if they don't, some people just don't think they don't they don't think you have the best intentions. But I had the best intentions in mind. I guarantee you that. But I just wanted to get to know her, but it just wasn't wasn't meant to be, and that's fine. I moved on. Um, but we're I, I made amends made amends with her. I, you know we're cool, but like just life that's part of life, man. You just make mistakes. You try not to make them again. But I felt like at this point with this next girl, I felt like I was going through a midlife crisis. But maybe I'm not yet. Maybe I'm just it's in my head. But I met this girl named Abby Burke, and one of the most beautiful women I ever met in my life, and. So this was uh, Labor Day 2022, and um, I met her at the library, and I just, I, I saw her, and she was with some friends, I was like, man, she is gorgeous, and she was natural, to me, a natural beauty, you know, and didn't have a lot of makeup on, didn't seem like, and she, you know, the smile, her smile was the best, best part of it, and I walked up to her, and I just said, you know, if I had, if I'm, I'm training to become a captain, I wish I had a boat, because I'd love to take you and your friends sailing, mainly you, and I told her that, and I, I mean, I'd had a few few in me but I didn't not enough to I mean I knew what I was doing but um we we talked a little bit follow each other on Instagram and then finally I remember sending her like a um a gift card to Kayemi's the liquor store and she loved it and we we got to talking and we met one time in Oxford she was a senior at Ole Miss she's 22 she was almost 23 years old I'm 43 I'm like what the hell am I doing but I did it I went down there and I was on vacation. So, I mean, I, I had time, you know, <laughs> but, um, you know, I thought something was happening there and I was like, this, this can't, I don't know, uh, but I'm going with it. And I, it didn't happen. It's cool. <sighs> it was just, you know, I felt like I'm just, I was going through something then. And I don't know what it was, but it was, um, that was, that was interesting. Like I, I really thought I had a chance with a 23 year old, you know, but, um, she started seeing somebody and she blocked me and she said it was, please don't take it personally, but I just, it's, you know, I like, uh, you're a really great guy, but this is not going to happen. I was like, I understand. So, I mean, I, you know, Hey, it was, thank you for the time we had together, you know, but it was, uh, I even got her a lifetime library card. So, um, but yeah, it was, um, it is what it is. You know, you move on, but I, uh, I made amends with her too. And, um, you know, I hope she's doing well and she's a, absolutely stunning woman but um you know my time I just you know I part of me feels like I'm stuck in college still you know and trying to live that life you can't do it it's very tough you can try but it ain't gonna happen so um 
didn't mean to sound sound a little depressed there, but that didn't mean to be. Um, just um, you know, that's that's how it is. Life hands you that stuff. You just got to roll with it. But a lot of the stuff I put myself into, I I kind of write myself into my own corner sometimes, and I do it to myself. But lesson learned. Uh, there's I have nothing on the agenda. There's no women. Nothing. Nobody I'm dating. I did date a girl um, when I first started at FedEx. Her name was Francesca. She was cool, but she was a, you know, turned out to be psycho, um, and it just wasn't meant to be. But, um, you know, that's life. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with being single. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, you got freedom. You can go where you want, when you want. Um, do what you do, whatever you want within the law. So, <laughs> and just enjoy life. That's why I'm looking forward to my trip. I've got my vacation coming up going to go to Key West, going to have some fun, and we'll see what happens. But um, being single, nothing wrong with it at all. So um, if I'm single the rest of my life, that is fine with me. I've, I've made my amends with these women, and I've, I've tried to make amends with some of them, and it just didn't happen, whatever, but I'm fine. No big deal. We're all friends, and most of us are friends, and you know, life goes on. Most of these women are married, so hey, they're happy. That's fine with me. Uh, as long as they're happy, that's all that matters. And but you you try, you got to try. You know, my dad always says like, you know, it'll happen when you least expect it. I was like, I'm I'm with you, I'm all for that. But are am I not supposed to ask him out? He goes, No, yeah, ask him out. But like, you know, but that's the thing is like, I think about that shit too much. So <laughs> that's why I'm like, you know what? Forget it. I'm not gonna date. I'm gonna be single. And if if she comes along, she comes along. And if I'm at a strip club, then so be it. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so it you know it, it's cool. It is what it is, but um, you just gotta enjoy life. You know, life's too short. To, you know, it's fun. Like, talking about families and stuff. I know I'd be a great dad one day if it ever happens, but I mean, shit, life's tough as it is. I, I can't imagine taking care of like a couple kids. I'd go nuts. I'd have more gray hair. I tell you that. But I'm not making fun of all the dads. I'm not saying again, being saying anything against it. But good luck to all the dads out there. You know, for being all you do but I just it's not for me right now not right now I'll tell you that maybe someday but uh anyway so I hope I hope you enjoyed that part of the podcast you know talking about f- former love interests or or crushes that Cambino had had you know uh Captain Cambino's crushes <laughs> that went nowhere but um you know that's life you just um you just do what you can when it comes to you. Do the best you can with it. And uh, um, Mandy Eck, excuse me. And that's not the Mandy I'm talking about from earlier when I was a kid. Mandy Eck was a girl I met in Nashville uh, a few years back. Whew, that's another beautiful woman. I hope you're doing well. Um, and the same goes for Mallory Dobbs. I, I, I hope you're doing well. I miss you too. And so, anyway, not... Just wanted to throw their names out there. I, I thank the world of both of them. So um, keeping it positive and keeping it chill here at the Cabana. So uh, all of the ladies I mentioned, you know, uh, you know, just trying to just make just making conversation. So, you know, everything's in the past, so it's not a big deal. Um, but um, thank you for being friends with whoever, you know, over the years. And it's been an honor. And uh, but again, I and I respect all women. I love women. And uh you know, maybe someday it'll happen. But right now, Captain Camino is enjoying life. So that's what it's all about. 
And uh, this is a kind of a, it's a little unusual edition here of the podcast, you know, talking about, you know, love and not my best subject. So that is the damn truth. <laughs> but, um, here, you know, whatever, we'll see what happens. You know, tomorrow may be a different day, but anyway, it is Wednesday night. Excuse me for the yawn, cooling my brain there. That's what happens when you yawn. I read that it's uh, it's in medical journals. <laughs> If you yawn, you cool. You're cooling your brain, so it's pretty cool. It's um, like Seinfeld where Jerry's got to use the bathroom, and uh, she goes, "You know what? It's the damnedest thing. It went away." And she's like, "Really?" You know, George's like, "Yeah, I've read that in medical journals." <laughs> like George knows what the hell he's talking about. So, um, <laughs> Doctor Van Nostrand, right <laughs> from the clinic. Um, yeah. So it's uh. Valentine's Day, it's February 14th, it's over for me, and I hope I'll be back on the podcast um, next week sometime before I go on my trip. Um, we got a lot of college basketball going on, and it's, it's getting close to March Madness, so we're getting there. It's, um, check out uh, FanDuel and BetMGM Sports and Barstool Sportsbook if you, if you do any, uh, if you do a little betting there, sports betting, and um Coming up on this Monday, February 19th, we're going to wish a happy birthday to Camille Kostek, the most beautiful woman in the world. Camille Kostek. She is Gronk's girlfriend, Rob Gronkowski. Um, by the way, Gronk and Camille are greater than Travis and Taylor. So we don't need Taylor Swift. We got Taylor Dane. So <laughs> Love Taylor Dane. So don't rush me. I made that mistake before. Oh, if you haven't listened to some Taylor Dane, if you can. So, um, yeah, so I'll, I'll take Taylor Dane anyway, any day. And, um, just looking forward to the trip. You know, maybe I might, um, rent a boat or, or even a motorboat, do some motorboating. You never know. Play the motorboat. <laughs> Damn right, motorboating son of a bitch. So another, uh, well, top it off here with a see if I can find another joke here. Um, the um, I always always like saying to somebody if you it's not really a joke, but if you talk to somebody you haven't seen him in a while, be like, hey, 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 what's up, what's up, Phil? I called you last week. You you did? You called me when? Last week? Yeah, when? I called you some bitch. <laughs> no. Uh, so my friend Joe, uh, my friend Joe just got on the Dolly Parton diet. Man, you wouldn't believe it. It made Joe lean, Joe lean. <laughs> oh man, I know that's bad. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, Joe lean, Joe lean. All right, so it's uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana. Check out the Instagram at Captain Cambino. I'm also, like I said, the podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Samsung Podcasts. Um, still trying to take it to the next level. I'm gonna try to get a guest on here. Maybe do a, a you know, talk about whatever. Maybe um, get a special special appearance by somebody soon. So um, we'll see what happens. But um, again, it's entertainment therapy, Cabana comedy. And we're just talking. We're not talking. We're really talking. So, <laughs> uh, 
Thank you for listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana on this special Wednesday edition, Wednesday night, Valentine's Day, also known as Singles Awareness Day, and Smash Wednesday. Uh, so let's let's do it, and let's finish off the week strong. And Super Bowl is over. Football is over. We're moving forward. College basketball, March Madness will be here before you know it. So springtime, rejuvenation, rebirth, all that crap. So, I'll, um, again, coming up February 19th, happy birthday to the hottest woman in the world, Camille Kostek. And I'll be sure to post that. So, thank you for listening. This is a very random edition of the Cabana. I get it. But, um, hey, this I thought this was a good one. You know, I got some stuff out there I haven't talked about. I could probably talk, a ther- talk to a therapist about it. But, hey, I don't need it. I got my own entertainment therapy. So, thank you to all those that listen. Be sure to follow on the podcast. Just hit the hit the follow button. You'll get notifications of new episodes. Same thing on Spotify. So uh, I'm not sure how Amazon Music works on that. I haven't really checked it out. So um, this is Captain Cambino's Cabana live Wednesday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, National Singles Awareness Day. I, the end of the world will take place on February 14th in the year 2016, Valentine's Day. Bummer. <laughs> Bill Murray and Ghostbusters 2. Where did you get your information, Lane? I received this information from an alien. <laughs> so your alien had a hotel room in the Holiday Inn, Paramus. So <laughs> Thank you for listening. It's been a pleasure. I'll, we got another one coming soon. And um, think of some more topics, more um, useless information. It's been a pleasure. God bless America. Thank you all for listening. Um, bring more content soon. This is Captain Cambino's Cabana. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy National Singles Awareness Day. Have fun out there, whatever you're doing. Go skinny dipping. Drink some high noon. Have some cold beers. Enjoy life. Live it up. And just whatever. Thank you all. Permission to come aboard. <laughs>